Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, How to Improve Your Persuasion Skills. When you own your own business, the act of persuasion becomes a skill you want to acquire. Of all the skills in life, having the ability to persuade someone to your way of thinking may be the most profitable of them all. You could be the best fill-in-the-blank in the world, but if you can't persuade someone to do business with you, you are out of luck and money. So how do you go about improving your ability to persuade others? Well, fortunately for us, a lot of study has been done on this topic, and today I'm going to discuss five tips to help you improve those persuasion skills. Remember, persuasion is not just a skill gifted to a chosen few people. It's a science. And researchers who study it have formulated these five tips for moving people in your direction. Applying these rules can make you a more effective and wealthier business owner. Tip number one, be the first to give. This is so important. You could read a hundred books and this tip is going to be a 99 of them because it's true. Studies have shown that we are persuaded more by people who have done something for us first. This includes giving bigger tips to servers when you're out at a restaurant who give us a mint with the check. Have you ever wondered why some of them do that? Because they know. Odds are when they do that they're going to get a bigger tip on the whole. I mean is it that amazing how such a small act can trigger a response in another person. Just that little mint on the whole. The person who utilizes that is going to get bigger tips. It's amazing. Researchers also discovered other tantalizing clues into our brain. They found people more likely to help work colleagues with their projects if they had already been helped on theirs by that person. I mean, that makes sense. If somebody helps us, you know, finish a project for a deadline, of course, we're going to help them back. Same principle, and it all falls, falls under that be the first to give. Now, requests that are personalized are the most persuasive of all. Consider this. When researchers randomly sent out surveys to a study group, they were able to double their responses if they added just one step. What's that step? They simply personalized the request by placing a post-it note on the survey. Small little tip. You know how easy this is to uh, adapt to what we do when you do a direct mail piece? To put a little post-it note in there with a little message from you, the owner. Imagine if you could double your responses. How much money is that going to put in your pocket? Who knows, but it'll be a lot. Tip number two. Don't offer too many choices. You would think people want more choices, more, more, more. And they just might. But the reality is that people do best with just a few choices. Whether it's the number of service levels you offer your potential cleaning customers, or the number of different plans you offer for carpet cleaning, or whatever you're selling. Too many choices frustrate people. Now consider this. Companies offering a small number of retirement plans have far greater enrollment than companies that offer tons of plans. The moral is, keep it simple. When you do, people make choices 
when you don't keep it simple, they make no choice at all, which is not what you want. You want people to make a choice, and they want you know you want the choice to be you. Keep it simple. Uh, tip number three: argue against against self-interest. This deals with trust. Trust is critical when dealing with others. It's a key component to becoming persuasive. If you can't establish any trust, you're in trouble. The surest way to be perceived as honest is to admit some small weakness in your argument, product, or business immediately prior to communicating the strongest positive argument for your product or service. This would be like for me. I started a cleaning company. I went from zero to 22 people within two years. That's an amazing feat, I think. Now, if somebody's coming to me and wants to buy my program about how to start a cleaning business, and they're looking to go from zero to 100 employees, I'm not really sure I'm the guy because I never went there. I never had 100 people. I stopped way before that. Uh, I don't even know if I'd want 100 people working for me. I, I, 22 was tough. But the point is, I would... In order to establish trust with somebody, I would I would say, hey, you know, my my course is not for people who want to start a company that has a hundred people because I, I never even did that. But if you want to know how to make a lot of money with ten or twenty people working for you, I'm the guy because I know how to do that. I've done it for ten years, and uh, that's how you would use that. You'd have to kind of use it to suit your own purposes in your situation, but uh, that's how you use. That tip number three, argue against self-interest. Number four, losses are more persuasive than gains. Okay, Instead of telling your audience what they stand to gain from taking your advice or buying your product, research shows that people are, are often more persuaded if you tell them what they stand to lose out on if they don't take your advice or buy your product kind of the opposite. Everybody does one thing when you really should be doing the other. Here's a case study for you to ponder. In 2003, the Oldsmobile brand far exceeded its sales projections despite the company reducing its advertising and product development budgets. Why was that? Well, GM decided to discontinue the car because of slow sales. As a result, the car became something people would be losing out on even though before the news nobody wanted the car. So the, the fact that, oh, you're not going to be able to get one anymore made sales go up. It's crazy. And that's how that tip plays into your business. Losses are more persuasive than gains. Tip number five. Make people feel as though they've already made progress towards a goal. Consider this. And you've probably all encountered this. A car wash offering a loyalty card nearly doubled customer retention by changing their offer from this buy eight washes get one free to they changed it to this buy ten washes get one free and we're going to start you off by crediting crediting you with two free washes as you can see the basic premise of the offer remained the same all you got to do really is buy one buy eight rather get one free all they did was make people feel like they already had something invested in the end goal by rewording the offer more crea creatively. You know, instead of saying, you know, buy eight, get one free, it was buy ten, get one free, but we're going to start you off by giving you 
two punches on your loyalty cards already. So now you only need eight. Same offer, it's just reworded. It's I know they do that around here. I've seen that used here. I've even seen that used with oil changes. It's just a, you got to be creative in how you want to use it in your business, but uh, nonetheless, it works. So that wraps up our episode of how to improve your persuasion skills. Those five tips are pretty simple to put into use, and I think you'll get a lot out of them. It, it's this is simple, folks. It, this is something that anybody can do. It, it's not you're born with this. It's just, I, I'm, if you never heard a lot of this, right now is your, the time to, to become more persuasive because those tips are easy to use. Uh, you got to put a little thought into it, but practice it, and you, you'll see results. So I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. I usually put a blog post up there every other day, every third day, and uh, hopefully you find it interesting. So just click on that blog section for my latest post. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit my website and go to the Contact Me page. Fill out the form. I'll get it. So I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.